Hey, it's Murphy Houston, and welcome into Mile High Magazine. We hope you're having a good Sunday morning. We appreciate you listening to us, as we always have great conversations to share with you. And joining me today is Major Mike Dickinson of the Salvation Army. Can I call you Mike, or do I have to salute and call you Major? What am I doing here? Mike would be fantastic. I thought you would agree with that, Mike, because I guess I kind of know you. So, Mike, let's get to it. I mean, you think everybody knows about the Salvation Army, but maybe they don't know all the wonderful things you guys do not do around the world, but do here in Denver in particular. Talk about that. Yes, and and can I just say as we begin today, uh, Murphy, thanks for allowing us the time. And uh, could I also just say Happy Mother's Day uh, to all the moms out there that are listening. Uh, we hope that you have a great day in this in this very awkward time. And we recognize it's um, a challenging time for everybody, but especially for moms. So so Happy Mother's Day as we get started. Good for you, Mike. Good brownie points there. <clears throat> Thank you, uh, and happy Mother's Day, Mom, in Kenwood, yeah. Washington. I hope you're listening. Um, uh, listen, uh, the Salvation Army has been serving since 1865. Uh, we, we were founded in London, England, and we've been in the Intermountain region in Denver specifically since 1887. And, and you know, a lot of people think of us at, at the holiday season with kettles and maybe with thrift stores, but... Um, the Salvation Army in the United States of America is the largest non-governmental social service provider. And um, so everything from shelters to low-income daycare centers to low-income senior housing and food boxes for hungry families, and it really runs the gamut. And, and that's who we are at the Salvation Army. It's about food and shelter and clothing and uh, emergency services to individuals and families who find themselves in need. Yeah, and including veterans, too. You guys work with the veterans and do a great job. We have a tremendous service to, uh, to veterans and um, how appreciative we are of their service. Well, always a good job with the Salvation Army. I've been affiliated with you guys for a while and proud of it. Just so happy with all the great things you do. But we got a big week coming up. It's National Salvation Army Week. Uh, what does that mean, Mike? Talk about that a little bit. Sure. So um, it was actually in 1954 when Congress approved a joint resolution from uh, President Eisenhower to proclaim National Salvation Army Week uh, to really recognize uh, our service as a faith-based community service uh, provider. And so really it's an opportunity for us to tell our story. And, um, you know, one of the things we're often criticized about, uh, often by our best supporters, is that we don't tell our story well enough. So, Murphy, thanks for for being a supporter of the Salvation Army and giving us this chance to to really share our story a little bit about how we help with emergency disaster services. And we'll have to talk to you a little bit about our COVID-19 response. But all the things we do throughout the year, housing and rent assistance, utility assistance, our food programs, our youth programming, music classes. I mean, the list goes on and on. And so this is an opportunity for us to really uh, celebrate uh, nationally uh, the work of the Salvation Army. And for us, it's it's less about us internally, and it's about um, what we call the Army behind the Army, which is our volunteers. It's really a way for us to, to thank them and celebrate them uh, during this week. So we're looking forward to the opportunities that are once again afforded to us. Well, I know it's a big week and a lot of things planned, but before we get to that topic, you just brought up another topic, Mike, I want to talk about. I mean, COVID-19 has had a serious effect on people all over Denver, all over the state of Colorado. And I know you guys at the Salvation Army have been doing a tremendous amount to help people in need because of it. Let's talk about what you are doing because it's affected you guys like everybody. Absolutely. Um, and really affected those we serve who are, are generally the most vulnerable uh, citizens um, 
in, in our community. So we began our COVID-19 response um, on March 13th, and we have been in our emergency disaster services mode since that time. I don't want to share a ton of statistics, but I'd like to share three with you. Go ahead. Um, since March 13th, the Salvation Army has um, served 178,000 prepared meals. Those prepared meals are for our homeless shelters, as well as uh, homeless shelters that are being provided by other agencies and by the city and county of Denver. So 178,000 prepared meals, uh, more than 6,600 food boxes, and those traditionally are a a one-week food box for an average family of four uh, to help families in that crisis time. And then more than 107,000 nights of lodging, and that would be both uh, individuals that are homeless, staying in homeless shelters provided by the Salvation Army up and down the Front Range, and those that have received rent assistance uh, from the Salvation Army. So those are the big things that uh, we're doing um, during during this time. And um, one of the things that we did about a month ago is is we have our crossroad shelter where we t- traditionally have about 500 men that stay in the right. crossroad shelter here in Denver. Um, and we've been talking to our governmental partners for the last uh, couple of months about social distancing and, and really spreading the men out there. And so uh, within 24 hours, about a month ago, it was Easter weekend, I think, uh, we were able to open a new shelter. And, and so we have half as many men at Crossroads, and then we have the other half out at the uh, 48th Avenue shelter. Uh, and both of those shelters became 24-7, so the men don't have to leave. They're able to um, stay at the shelter. We provide three meals a day and laundry and showers. And and it's not really, though, about the Salvation Army. I would love to pay tribute to the, the employees, the staff and volunteers that are running those facilities. They are doing yeoman's work, and uh, we're so proud of each of them. Well, I was going to ask that question. How are your employees? And, and you must be down. You, know, you get a lot of volunteers, but I'm sure your volunteer service is down as well, so that must be a lot of work for you guys. It, it absolutely has. Um, a lot of our volunteers tend to be seniors, and uh, with this um, uh, current situation that we're all dealing with, uh, we have had a lot of our volunteers that have had to step back, and we, we've appreciated that and we've encouraged that. We want everyone to be safe. What that's meant is we have hired um, a fair amount of new employees to come alongside and but really work in, in uh, situations that um, I think the general population wouldn't want to. And, and we pay such tribute to our firefighters and our police and doctors and nurses. But I would say right along with that um, would be uh, individuals that are operating homeless shelters. They are absolutely on the front lines and doing just incredible things. So we've been able to hire a fair amount of folks to come and help us with that, um, which we think is a wonderful thing. Uh, we also, just a couple of weeks ago, um, started a new motel shelter, and this is in coordination with Jefferson County, and it's for homeless individuals that are COVID positive. And so the Salvation Army is running that facility as well. And again, just another opportunity for us to um, love people uh, and uh, to treat them um, as they should be treated, which is as God's children. Well, and you are. You guys are doing a great job. Excuse me. Let's talk about National Salvation Army Week and your coronavirus response happening at the same time. What do you have planned for the week coming up? Well, there there are so many things uh, that are that are happening. Um, one thing in particular is on on Tuesday, May twelfth, um, w- the Salvation Army has received a, a couple of very large donations 
of food product. And, um, and so we're going to be doing a distribution. Our plan is to distribute 3,000 food boxes in a drive-through food distribution uh, in the city of Aurora. And this is for anybody in the Denver metro area who might find themselves um, really uh, food insecure and needing that extra help. So Tuesday, May 12th from 9 to 3 p.m. or until supplies run out, uh, we will be at the Town Center Mall in Aurora um, in the west parking lot facing uh, 225. And uh, anyone that needs food can drive through that food distribution and uh, we will be happy to provide them. It'll be about a week's worth of, of food. And uh, we want individuals that are facing unemployment, that um, have been able to make their rent or utility payment, but are running low on food, or they've had to buy prescriptions, to know that they could come to that. And as long as supplies last, um, the Salvation Army will be happy to provide for them that day. Well, what time does that open up, uh, Major? Is that like 9 o'clock, like a regular job, or what? That's right. Nine, our plan is 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., uh, and we'll be out there in that parking lot uh, at the Aurora Town Center Mall. And so if you just drive up, um, we'll have it coned off, and we'll have um, a parking lot attendants and, and get people and <clears throat> go through the line. But you stay in your car, and we'll be able to just put the supplies in your car, and you can just continue to drive through. Uh, the parking lot. So it should be a very smooth operation. Um, and we've been very blessed with some great partners. Uh, the Aurora Town Center Mall has been really good to the Salvation Army. We've been grateful. The city of Aurora has been very helpful to us. Um, uh, Safeway has been a really good partner in this event. And then the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has come alongside the Salvation Army and uh, is partnering with us on this event. And we're really proud of uh, everybody coming together as a community. Well, and isn't it, by the way, we're talking to Major Mike Dickinson of the Salvation Army. Isn't it amazing of all the good that comes of all the bad? You know, I, I don't believe in coincidences. I, I feel that God does things, everything for a purpose, and maybe this coronavirus is helping us get the attention that we need to help other people. Where the value is is helping each other. Do you agree with that? I fully agree with that, uh, Murphy. Um, you know, the Salvation Army, we are people of faith, and uh, we absolutely believe that. You know, Genesis chapter 50 in, in the Word of God talks about uh, what you meant for harm, uh, God will use for good. And while I don't understand why this is happening and, and uh, what God's grand design is, what I do know is that He loves us, that He cares for us, and that as people of faith, if we can come together, and even people of different faiths, if we can come together, and say, you know, our theologies may not be the same, or you might not uh, be a person of faith at all, but we can work side by side uh, as human beings to love one another, to care for one another. And when we do that, um, we become better people, and uh, we, we become stronger people. We believe that we're going to get through this together, but we're going to do it if we stick together. And uh, so individuals like yourself, great corporate partners, wonderful donors, and then we do that. And it's even the simple things, Murphy. Um, I love what I'm seeing on the news and, and in neighborhoods. People are out taking walks, and right. the neighbors are getting to know each other. They're waving at each other. We're smiling at each other more uh, when, when we don't have our masks on. And all of those things, right? I think that makes such a difference. And uh, together we will understand that hope is greater than fear. Well, I like that. Boy, that's a great way to end that part of the conversation, Mike. Appreciate that. So with this big uh, food giveaway you're doing on Tuesday from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., maybe you could talk a little bit 
well, what it means for a family to receive this kind of help, and maybe families that never had to have help before. Oh, goodness. I, I wish we had uh, 15 hours uh, to <laughs> talk about this. Um, there are so many great stories of people that, um, uh, that the Salvation Army has been really blessed to be able to help. Let me just tell you a couple stories of families that have really left an, left an impression on my own heart. Um, uh, first one is a, a single mom. Uh, her name is Krista, and she's a single mom of two. She runs her own business, um, and a small business owner, and she lost all of her clients because of COVID-19. And um, so her 16-year-old son, uh, who works in a fast food restaurant and, and who is able to continue to work, which is a wonderful thing, he came to her and he said, Mom, um, uh, I want to pay our rent. And, um, and we thought that was just a wonderful thing that this 16-year-old is stepping up and saying, I want to I do this, uh, Mom. You've always taken care of me. I want to pay our rent. But they came to their local Salvation Army for some extra help and support, knowing that they weren't going to be able to make it. And uh, we gave them a food box. We helped them with some utility assistance. Uh, we have them in our queue to try and help them with some rent assistance. And uh, we just think that's a, um, a good thing. Um, there was also another single mom uh, who happened to have two young boys, and one of them was very, very sick. And he had a compromised immune system, and she wasn't able to get to the grocery store. And so she was talking to the hospital about, you know, what do I do? How do I, how do, I do this? And they told her, if you call the local Salvation Army, they will help you. And so uh, she called us, and the Salvation Army officers in her community, they took her a food box. But knowing her story, uh, they also took some some new toys for the boys to be able to play with to keep them entertained. And um, those are such good things. Uh, um, Can I – do we have time for two more very quick stories? Uh, Give me one one because I uh, want to make sure we get your website on so people know where to go to get help. Okay, I just want to tell you about a great story uh, from one of the donors. Uh, About a month ago, a a Denver firefighter saw one of our campaigns to raise money for a COVID response, and he called in and he said, uh, I'm a firefighter here in Denver, and the Salvation Army is always there for me. You guys give me a bottle of water, and you'll give me clean socks when I'm fighting a fire. And uh, I'm so appreciative. I want to make a donation. We were really blessed that a first responder would think to call us and make a donation to us. And that was so cool. That was about a month ago. He called us two days ago. He saw that we were doing another campaign to raise funds. He called us again, and he said, I want to make a second donation uh, because of the way the Salvation Army has treated me. It, it's guys like that. We're, we appreciate what he does. We love the full circle that he's come back around, and he's helping us help someone else. That's what's going to help us get through this. Good way to end it here with Major Mike Dickinson of the Salvation Army. Quickly give out your website for people that need the kind of help you offer. That's right. So there are two things I'd want people to know. If you need help from the Salvation Army, uh, go to imsalvationarmy.org. Again, that's imsalvationarmy.org. And you can do two things there. If you need help, uh, you can find out the phone number and that you would call to receive help. And also, if you're able to make a donation to the Salvation Army, uh, you could do that as well. And we would really appreciate that help and support. And I agree to do that, too. Donate what you can. Mike, keep up the good work. Good talking to you, and thanks for the Salvation Army. Thanks, Murphy. Have a great day, and again, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Uh, Nice way to end that, too. Thanks, Mike. And this is Mile High Magazine. Don't go far. We're going to come back with a person that's a survivor of COVID-19, and wait till you hear his story.